Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA Clippers It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian We'll, we'll be going to that based on the performance of the players Yeah, I think we could do that Okay Yeah Welcome to LA Clips Forum <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, welcome to LA Clips Forum. <laughs> my name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Jesse Sandoval. What's up, guys? So in today's episode, we're 74% done with the season. That's crazy that you would consider the All-Star break to be the halfway point. But we're 74%. The All-Star break sucked, dude. Like the, uh, the All-Star weekend, I mean. Uh, it, I, the only one I was looking up, looking forward to was a three point shooting contest. To be honest, yeah, I feel like if Luke Kennard or any clip, any like if there was, there had to be a Clipper involved for me to even watch a second of it this weekend. And Luke Kennard kind of made a three point like he he did really good. He he made he got the most points. It's just no, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cat got twenty nine because of the stupid Mountain Dew ball. <laughs> um, but uh yeah I, it's, it's fine uh to be honest after everything cat's been through i'm glad he, he got this yeah but uh my boy luke deserved it <laughs> no no definitely the return to ohio come on man the king return you and, can't and i bet you luke's the more the most he's disappointed the most because the way we booked it was he was gonna go and then someone would go after him but he ended up going last so he couldn't walk to the middle of the court and flip off lebron <laughs> he, he, and then afterwards it's kind of a little weird you, you came in second place you know uh yeah no i get it like i i feel like uh put your tinfoil hat, tinfoil hat on uh but i feel like lebron like the nba put that mountain dew ball because they knew luke canard was gonna miss it oh yeah so, think, just so yeah. they save lebron james legacy in ohio you know no i agree i agree but everyone in ohio knows who the tree king is and um so just so do clippers you know so i'm not gonna lie i was watching it and I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't watch the NBA All Star Weekend because it's it's not worth watching. It's awful, yeah. But I I don't have they done the Mountain Dew Bowl in other years? No, I don't think I've ever seen the Mountain Dew Bowl in the previous years. But then again, I didn't really pay attention to the last couple of years. <laughs> I'll even just because my boy Mountain Dew Ball was there, you know. Mountain Dew Ball could technically have been there since two thousand like twelve, and I would, I would have no idea. I, I yeah, seriously, I need to Google it. I think uh, but, the literally the last time I watched an NBA All Star Weekend thing from start to finish was when Blake Griffin was in the dunk contest. Yeah, and even then that was like, yeah, it was cool, but you jumped I, over the hood of the car, you know? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> and, and, and I'll be honest with you, I was I was not paying attention. I just was watching Blake, and I was like, I hope Blake wins. And then, I'm not gonna lie, Blake did the jumping over the car thing, and I was like, hmm, all right. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm we can do that anytime. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're coming home with the trophy, but I, 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 I'm not impressed. I'll be honest. <laughs> I think I like the dunk he did right before then, and I don't even remember what it was. I think the best dunk contest had to have been when Aaron, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, the two back-to-back dunk contests. Oh, Aaron, were, Aaron Gordon, yeah, yeah, those those were really good. But I have a question: What's mm-hmm. worse, the NFL Pro Bowl or the NBA All Star Game? <laughs> probably the pro bowl but i it's tough pro bowl because it kind of involves tackling and then they just decided not to do that this year <laughs> they and it, it, it was like it was a little weird like in my opinion just do skills competitions or something i i've always had the stance of don't even play a game in both sports don't even play a game yeah just uh just just like have people who are selected and then everyone plays fun activities like like um Trent even brought up like everyone should play dodgeball or something or <laughs> just play <laughs> or like you know you have your you That's could have so your good. you could have the dunk contest but then you have like your all-star dunk contest and then you have only all-star people who are selected in it or you have your all-star three-point contest or something like that I I don't know like it's just super it's a waste I'm, of time I'm sure it makes the NBA some money but it's a waste of my time to me that makes sense right you for the for the NFL Pro Pro Bowl, like 
it's a really it's a physical game you know like people t- tackle get concussions break arms mm-hmm. break legs right like and i can understand the perspective of a player i'm like i'm not trying to get hurt on my day off you know essentially that's what that's what it yeah. is it's, i'm not it's i'm not trying off. to tear an acl <laughs> which i and, think you're more likely to tear an acl by not playing the game if that makes sense <laughs> Because like I feel like everyone probably didn't stretch beforehand. They're like they're just playing loosey goosey out there, and that's how you make have a non contact injury. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then you're out for the next season. <laughs> but, but like the NBA All Star Game is like, it's, it's like no one's not trying to get hurt. It's just no one wants to play defense, and it's just like irritating. Right? Like you you get Rudy Gobert out there who who got selected because he plays good defense and he's just not he's not doing that and i'm like well what's the point of having rudy out there right like, why was he in the all why was he in the all-star voting at all you know like i'd rather have everyone play a game of horse or something or just do something different or i'd rather or one v ones would be really cool like one-on-one like and mm-hmm. just do like a bracket from there that'd be pretty cool like you have your center division you have your like I don't want to see Sanders play one-on-one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, yeah, like have a one-on-one tournament or something. Yeah, like that. that'd be really cool. We were saying uh, in the spaces because we were watching uh, the Luke Kennard thing, and we were like, imagine if uh, Luca was playing one-on-one and you had to call your own foul. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he'd just be taking the ball out on top of the key the whole game. <laughs> foul, I'm not even near you. <laughs> just yeah. like, uh, Look at oh, let's me. see. Uh, uh, okay, let me ask you. This. So, in the skills competition, okay. Um, the first, the first, the first uh, competition was, uh, you had to shoot from different spots on the court, and then the person, the team with the most amount of points, won the round. Okay. The second one was a passing thing, where like the the pat these holes were moving like. And then you had to like pass. One was worth six points. And one was mm-hmm. worth four. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm trying to. I try to forget the skills competition, and now I'm trying <laughs> to remember on top of my head. The third one was like a relay race where you dribble through a bunch of stuff. You had to make a shot, which I thought was absolutely stupid. Because to be honest, if you just if you missed all three of your shots, you could just keep going. I was like, if I was that, I would just chuck each ball up there and not cared if it went in. Uh, and then the last competition was a half court shot. So, and then if there's a tiebreaker in between the third and fourth round, I believe the final round, you shoot a three pointer. The first team make a three pointer, it moves on. If the Clippers had three players to do all of those obstacles, which three players would you have represent the Clippers? Um, and you can't pick Luke Kennard because he's in the three point contest. Yeah. I choose Paul George. He's hurt. Oh yeah, I, I thought about anybody. Like, yeah. uh, you know what? I am being. I'm going to make this difficult for you. All right, so it has to be healthier. Healthy it has Clipper to, has to be a okay. healthy Clipper. Reggie Jackson. All right, Reggie Jackson. Name two more. Um, Reggie Jackson. It's tough. Uh, Ronnie Hood. <laughs> Ronnie Hood. Okay, <laughs> why not? Right? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we want to make th- we want to make sure this is competition, so we can't put Rodney Hood in there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's he doesn't have much going on. <laughs> he's, he's like just, taking shots, but like he's just like throwing shots backwards and making them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you need one more. Okay, no, <laughs> Rodney Hood wasn't serious though. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so um. I'm very blank, you know. Who's our team again? Um, <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Hmm. I'd probably go Nicholas Batum. I like that one. And then Marcus Morris, but I'm pretty sure he'll like fall short on the relay race. <laughs> yeah, I feel like having Batum and Morris in there for the relay race would like, you know. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna be the fastest we've done. That's why I think T Man might be T Man, I think would be a good one. I was thinking the same thing. I was like either I feel like Morris and Batum could either swap, but I think Batum would be really good for the passing stuff. I, I really I agree with you on that one. And then uh yeah, I I agree with that. Reggie Jackson for sure. I think okay, Reggie but it could. but if we're talking about worst players, <laughs> well we're okay, so we're going Rodney Hood, <laughs> Semi Ojale. <laughs> And ooh, for the skills competition, 
putting Zoo out there would not be very helpful for our team. <laughs> yeah, all the, I feel like he'd be carrying the team, but we he like we have to make three point shots. And we have to do a lot. I it's just he's a center. It's not going to work. But I don't want to say he's one of the worst players on the team either. What if what if he does he goes on the skill set and like skills challenge and like he's doing these phenomenal passes and he's like oh, I like, honestly crap he's like I'm, I'm telling you, Zoo would carry the team <laughs> he, he would carry those guys he's the one if you told me Samuel Ronnie Hood and Zoo out there had to make a, a half court shot or a three I'm still picking Zoo <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't think Ronnie Hood shot with rhythm in the last three years. <laughs> Who do you think would make the shot to to save your life? They had to make a three, a half court shot. It's probably Zoo, right? Zoo's probably gonna make that. Dang. Do I have a chance to check basketballreference.com real quick? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, let's look at some percentages here. <laughs> half court shot to save my life. Save your life, yeah, exactly. So I feel I feel like Semi is a is a dark horse there. <laughs> He's like, sorry, Brian. <laughs> he's, he's staring right at me as he like just with one hand chucks it at the basket. He's like crying. He's like, I'm sorry, bro. He's like, why did you choose me? I, mean, I didn't. I did not want. I did not need this pressure on my life right now. Oh man, yeah, but that. So Luke Kennard came in second place. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Better than last place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally think if we went off points, he he deserved to win, you know, but it is what it is. He he did excellent in both rounds. And he was one mountain dew ball away from at least tying. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I do think it's a conspiracy theory that LeBron was like, you know what, this year, let's put some mountain dew balls out there. <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll put it in this one section he's like he did an analytical math where he was really bad at like his shots were like missing he's like put it right there <laughs> right. well it's funny because i was watching it and they were doing like their like powerpoint presentation of how this is going to work and mm-hmm. the way they diagrammed it the the mountain dew balls were like by half court on their little diagram so i'm like talking the space is like oh crap they have to make like a from the logo shot no it was just on the corner it's just on the, it's like on the little wing part of, of the three point line. Yeah, uh, it's that's. Uh, I, I, I'm blanking out right now, but I was gonna say like it, the All Star Weekend isn't that great besides three point contest. Slam dunk contest has been pretty awful. All Star game awful. The performance, the halftime performance, is awful. I don't understand like how I. Adam Silver continues to get this guy named DJ Kelly <laughs> to perform here. Like, it's like, I don't know if he's stuck in 2015. Or like... did, did you see the video of DJ Kelly doing the skills competition? Like, relay? <laughs> and then he just like totally like Russell Westbrook that, that shot at the end of it. It was. And then he makes it. He I makes mean, it a second time. He's like, he's never like, give yeah, up on yourself. Yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I would I, I think if I was DJ Khaled and I knew I was not the most athletic person in the world, I would probably have said, you know what, let's not film me doing the skills competition thing real quick. I, I especially because even if he made the shot, that that those dribbles, those those are some pretty naff dribbles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, okay, so we're 74% done with the season mm-hmm. positive. We survived. We're 30 and 31. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're, really we're in, good. Actually. Uh, we're in, we're in the eighth seed. Uh, we're how many games behind the Timberwolves right now? I think we're two. I, be- I believe we're two as well. I'm, I have this right now. here. Oh, one. Sorry. One. We're, we're two games now. Oh, are we? Wait, what? We're 30 and 31 and the Timberwolves are oh, 31 yeah. and 28. So we're two games. We're four games behind Denver. And then we're six games behind Dallas with 20 or so games left. I don't think we're catching up to Dallas. So we're going to do a little mini Clipper support group right now because you have something bothering you as a Clipper fan right now. Yeah. So currently where we stand at 30 and 31, 
<clears throat> I was at work, right? Nah, Brian already knows how much my work sucks, but um, I was there not doing my job. I was there, <laughs> I was there looking at standings. I was like, all right, who are we? Who are we the closest to to make it into the playoffs without being in the playing tournament? That's Nuggets. So I started looking at the schedule. And I was like, okay, they can win this, 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 this. I'm like, all right, they can win a good chunk of games. I think they can win like 15 games. And I was looking at our schedule. I was like, I, don't, I think we have like 11 win, 11 guaranteed wins. Okay. And I was like, uh, I'm a little concerned. And then the end of March is pretty rough too. I mean, we play against the Bucks. Um, 76ers. The Bulls are in there, right? The Bulls as well. And I don't know. I have a, I have a feeling we're going to be in the playing tournament. And I'm not too sure if that's something Paul Jordan and Kawhi Leonard want to do. So we're there's going to be an MRI on Paul George, and we're going to get some reinforcements. But the reinfor- the reinforcements are not going to necessarily come till mid March or so. Mm. So. We'll see what we get. I don't think we're going to get the sixth seed at this point. Unless Denver totally falls off. Denver apparently is going to get some reinforcements themselves. I think Jamal Murray and uh, Michael Porter Jr. are supposed to come back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so they're going to need some time to adjust coming, but they're going to be better with them. Same thing with us, right? We're going to be better with our guys, but we're going to still need to adjust too, right? bringing Paul George and Kawhi in if they do come back in March it's going to make it I think a little more difficult for some of these other players to adjust like for example Marcus Morris right mm-hmm. he's been playing in the mid-range and stuff like that you know he might not necessarily need to do that as much anymore uh, so like players like Nick Batum I don't think it's going to bother him too much I feel like he's had the same role no matter who's been on the court Yeah. Uh, so We'll see. And then Reggie Jackson, you know, he's not going to necessarily be, you know, leading fourth mm. quarter comebacks anymore. But, you know, let me add on to that. But I'm, we're not going to be in the top six, but we're still going to be competitive. And let's get that straight. Like, I, and it's, 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 it's exciting, but, you know, I had in my, in my head that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, were definitely coming back. And I was getting excited about that. But now I'm just like, okay, I don't think there's a possibility of that happening. Maybe Paul George will. If you're going to tell me which three are going to come back this season, between Norm Powell, Paul George, and Kawhi, I think it's Paul George and Kawhi at this point. Norm Powell yeah. might not come back by the time the playoffs start. I agree with you. I think um, but at this point, the writing's on the wall that we're going to be in the plan. Mm-hmm. And if we could get a seven seed, or hell, even if we, I'm going to throw this out there to you. Chris Paul just fractured his finger or his thumb or whatever. Oh yeah, I totally uh, forgot about And that. if the best we could do is the eighth seed, let's just say that, then us playing against the Suns in the first round doesn't sound too bad. No, yeah, you're right. And Chris Paul is going to get reevaluated in eight weeks, it means he might not come back for the first round. So, or even if he does. He probably hasn't shot a basketball in that time frame. Yeah, and our, and our last game against the Suns was actually really impressive too. Like we basically forced them to a really close game. We with... match up pretty well against them. Yeah. So I I think this team is cerebral. I think at this point they're like, you know what, we don't want the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, uh, so to be honest, we don't want the six seed. Now the the thing that might make things a little tough is. If the Grizzlies get pat get move on past the Warriors, and then now they're the second seed, and we're maybe trying to play for the seven, then at that point I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, no. uh, I also just for my own mental health don't want to play the Lakers in a play-in. Uh, but we do probably match up against them pretty well. If if we have uh, Paul Jordan and Kawhi. Are you still a little scared of the Grizzlies? No, I think I would go. My take would be if we could survive the Grizzlies, then there's nobody else in the playoffs that scare me. I think the Grizzlies, because I feel like the Grizzlies don't know how good or bad they are in the playoffs yet. 
Does mm. that make sense? Like last year, yeah. I think they played the Jazz and the Jazz just ran them over. But they're young. They're athletic. They play good defense. They have decent outside shooters. They rebound well. But you get us in a position where we have the small ball lineup with Kawhi and Paul George out there, and you get Steven Adams on an island. And I, I think, like, we could certainly out-coach and out-vet the Grizzlies. Hmm. I just don't know if, like, you know, for example, the last two years, we look on paper and we're like, this Dallas Mavericks team should not be competing with us, but for some reason, Luca's going off for 45 every night and Tim Hardaway can miss a three. You know, and I think that's the same thing with Grizzlies. It's like there's going to be that young player that just doesn't know how important that moment is, <laughs> and they're just going to go off on us. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing is, like, John Moran doesn't scare me from the outside. So if, like, we could figure out how to play the paint, play good defense on him, and then we protect the perimeter from people like Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and stuff like that, I, I think – they don't scare me, but, but out of these other teams that I feel like we create better matchup issues for, which would be like the Warriors and the Suns, I feel like our matchup against those teams is better than the Grizzlies. And we both agree we don't want to see Luke in the playoffs, right? I don't want to see Luke in the playoffs. And No. But the thing is, <laughs> we, we, we might have to see Luca in the second round. If we fall to the eighth seed, we win the plan, then we'll just say we play the Suns and they don't have Chris Paul. Yeah. And Luca and the Dallas Mavericks get past the first round. Then we could be playing the Dallas Mavericks to go to the conference finals. If we win, that'd be so sweet. Um, oh yeah. I to be honest, I'll just have to like, hey, you know, go to the doctor and just like I'm letting you know what's happening in April and May. We're gonna be playing Luca again. All my blood pressure readings and all that, just don't take those into account. It's a, it's a, I, and I'm pretty sure at some point my doctor is going to have to be like, you know what? You shouldn't be watching Luca versus Clipper games at some point in my life. You know how you, some people, some doctors, like, you can't have red meat. You can't do this. You can, he's going to be like, you can't watch Luca play the Clippers anymore. That's just, it's doctor prescribed. <laughs> he's like, looking at your heart. He's like, um, have you done anything stressful last couple of 20, last 24 hours? Uh, I was watching the game. And I was, why you asked that? Uh, yeah, three strokes. I'm going to have to, you know, like for wrestling events, apparently you need to throw a wrestling event or something. You need to have like an ambulance on standby. Yeah. Or something like that. I think that's what I heard. Like at, outside my apartment, there's going to be an ambulance parked in the, just in the parking lot. Yeah, just waiting just in case. Like it's just like it's the third quarter and Luca uh, fouled Terrence Mann really hard and then blamed it on Terrence Mann. <laughs> You're just going to hear the sound go. <laughs> and then Clippers win, you open your window, and be like, hey, we're good, dude. We're good. You guys can go now, you know. You just hear from the bottom, hey, drink some water though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't want to see Luca. And I think it's funny because I think it's it's the the the, the Denver Mavericks fan, fan base feel the same way too when it comes to playing us as well. I think so too. I think they have this weird mentality that they have our number, and I don't know where they got that from because Luca because Luca could go off for fifty points and it still doesn't but mean. But they lose. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's what it takes for them to win is for him to drop fifty points. Like, but yeah, we might be looking too far ahead, but I feel like if we do get our guys back, like that's all we could do, right? Is look ahead and mm. um we're gonna I'm gonna pull up this Clippers roster right now and we're gonna give our t- our our fan perspective of how we feel about these guys um moving forward and where they're at currently. So uh, let's start off with the one that's the most important, Jason Preston. Uh, <laughs> Still injured. Um, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. Uh, probably the most important player, uh, Semi Ojale. <laughs> right next to Rodney Hood. Um, I think I think he made a three pointer in the last game. Uh, I don't care. That, about that's it. why he's my dark horse for life or death uh, half court shot. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand why they're on the roster, I'll be honest. It's uh, I honestly if I could if I could I think we're gonna figure out what happens with Paul George and Kawhi. Because my take is like if they for whatever reason, I think they're coming back. We we had a source earlier in the month that said Paul George is coming back, blah blah yeah. blah. I think they're coming back. But let's just say on off chance they're not, they might as well just keep them, let them play out the rest of the year and then say goodbye to them. Like there's no point of bringing in like a bio guy. You know what I mean? Might as well just have the guy on the roster. Um, I think once Paul George is officially like, hey, I'm I'm back, I think the buyout market will spike for us. And then at that point, we'll just be like the like the day or two. Like, for example, the Nets today signed Dra- uh, Goran Dragic. So they they waived the player today. Like, I think we might waive these guys the day of the day we're signing whichever buyout guy we're going to get. I don't think we're going to I don't think I think the the thing with like, you know, uh, health and safety protocols earlier this year. I think it's just like let's just make sure we have bodies on our roster, just in case. Yeah, you know, makes so. sense. Um, um, who do you have next, Marcus Morris? It was Sue Marcus Morris. Uh, I've been supporting him all season. uh but so this might come out as a surprise to to everybody what i'm about to say because you never know i'm a huge marcus morris stan can can we do letters let's do letter grades so that way it's okay well semi usually gets an a plus oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no no i I get semi uh what uh an incomplete or something uh uh, or, at the class. <laughs> I, I work. I work in a school district, and like for students that are going to not be part, they get like a for students that come in late, they get like an NA grade or something like that. And then uh, some students have like under attendance, like they're not they're not enrolled. So I feel like Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood should get like an NA or like a soon to not be enrolled grade. <laughs> so, <laughs> or it's one of those uh, they get the flip paper grade, you know, like oh yeah. Yeah, you don't want people seeing that fail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, because I don't think they played bad. It's not like they've been put in positions where like we needed them. Yeah. Uh, well, even in the game that we put them in, though, like what was it? The garbage minutes. Uh, Ojale just killed me inside, man. It was just like two first tor- two uh, turnovers, and it was just uh, that was rough. Was I felt bad that. for him too because I was like, yeah. man, this. Bear- I hope this is not his last game because <laughs> this is the last game, not only with the Clippers but possibly in his NBA career. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, but True. I'm glad he, I'm glad he went out there and just like dominated the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that so, is the team to do it against, you know. So. Uh, Jason Preston will get a, a non applicable too, but we'll give um I give Marcus Morris like a B. There's games where I, he, I he just plus. lit it up. He lit it up. He's had some clutch shots, especially against yeah. the Lakers. I think in yeah. both games. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hot take though. And like I said, I'm a huge Marcus Morris stan. Uh, he is getting to the point where he doesn't play defense so much. I was going to say that. Yep. That he, the reason why he's not an A minus for me is because of the defense to the point where he's like bottom half on the team and how good he is defensively. And you could even, if we're going to break this up into like 15 players, right? And have a different tiers the first tier is the top five middle tier second tier and then like third tier is the last few players you can make the case that marcus is on that borderline of coming from the second tier to the third tier and it's like i know he could play defense it just seems like he hasn't (laughs) i don't know if he's lost a step or he's choosing not to he's just channeling his inner lebron james man he's saving it for the playoffs all right I, 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 but the thing is, like, if we go out there and he starts, let's just say we have Kawhi, we have Norman Powell, we have um, Paul George back, and we're in the playoffs. Marcus Morris is the one that's going to be getting hunted on defense. Like, he's the one that players are going to love to be switching on to. Really? I mean, wouldn't Reggie be in the starting lineup? Reggie probably technically yeah. would, and I, I still like and I still I still trust Reggie Jackson more than I trust, trust Marcus Morris. Right really, now. I don't know if I go that far. I, at least Reggie, ja- if you ask me, if you if you if you put a gun to my head <laughs> <laughs> and said, without telling any of these Clipper players to box out, 
<laughs> and you had in between Reggie Jackson and and uh, Marcus Morris. It's Reggie Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I get. I, he'll give me a for an effort, you know. Uh... I might have to pay, take that part out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I put a gun to your head. <laughs> Who would you choose, Brian? <laughs> Who would <are> you choose? <laughs> um. I honestly think he's just saving it. I think he's being conservative, and he's just saving it for the playoffs. And he's going to show it. He's going. He's going. He's going to gain a step or two, and then people are going to think that they're going to take it to the hole against them. He's like, nah. He's going to swipe the ball, quickest hands in the West next to Roku. So, uh, which mm-hmm. bring on, which probably brings us to the next person, Roku, right? The uh, the best player to ever wear twenty twenty three for the Clippers, right? Yep. I agree with that one. Who's uh, Michael Jordan? <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's <laughs> that scrub? So, that so, so, so you told me, so you watched a little bit of the All-Star weekend, right? And yeah. you, they were doing the, the, the top 75 players. You said you saw, you noticed something. Yeah, I, I noticed they called the wrong guy down, you know, for the, yeah. for the number one position, you know. They were like, uh, the legendary number 23. And some dude, uh, some old dude that just came out of nowhere, just literally right? took the spotlight out of Roku, you know. We right. clearly know that was reserved for Roku. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, it, he's the true number twenty-three of not only just the Clippers but of all time. I don't think Roku ever got cut as a freshman, right? Oh, that's you know what I, I don't know how to verify that, but I I'd put my money on that. Well, here's a news source, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> don't fact check this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Based on his time with the Clippers, which has been like what, less than two weeks? Yeah, maybe a two and a half. Uh, a plus. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I'm with you on that one. I'm Talk not, about that's not even a joke rate right either. Like I legit mean like a plus. Yeah. Like no, I, yeah, I I believe you 100 percent because of what I'm saying on the court. He's been phenomenal. I mean, the dude has his hands in every passing lane, and I love it. He's energetic. He's he. He he brings that same energy just as Winslow brought, uh, and we were starting to love him, you know, before mm-hmm. we traded him. Yeah. So, I I I'm, I love the guy, and I hope he only has one more year left in his contract, right? Uh, he will be a free agent. He'll be a free agent. Sorry, sorry. Season, My, but apologies. We, we I'm at this his, season. We we give his we get his bird rights, so we could sign him without any issues if we want to. Yeah, if he continues to play the way he's playing right now, um, definitely worth re-signing. Let's move on then to Norman Powell. I would say he's an incomplete, but uh, based on his three games, A. Yep. A slash incomplete. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're not biased. <laughs> yeah. You know, he didn't play. He, he didn't. Uh, he didn't play enough for us to grade. But a, um, <laughs> <laughs> he he brought everything that we liked about the. He brought everything that we needed in the offense. He attacks the rim. I mean, I was surprised that he could pass too. Um, mm-hmm. High volume score. That's I guess that's the one negative out of it, but. It's it's not bad negative, honestly. And to be honest, like he got those two block shots, and I think that Grizzlies game. So, uh, I'm I'm stoked. Let's move on heart. to the, let's move on to the two way players. Uh, Jay Scrub. Uh, he let he was pretty instrumental in that comeback against the Wizards. So I'm gonna give him the C minus. Uh, I'll give him a B. All right. Amir Coffee. Uh, Amir Coffee. A. A. He's 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 exceeded expectations. And if, oh, I'll be definitely. I'll be honest. I was one person in the offseason said like, hey, if he's gonna play that in the summer league. Why do we have him? Blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. We we talked about that earlier, and we're like, why the hell do we still have him on the roster? And turns out that's why we have him. <laughs> yeah, you know, it shows why we do a podcast and we don't actually work for the Clippers organization. <laughs> We're, we're Jerry West scouting, <laughs> just like, uh, no, that guy should you should cut him. Then, <laughs> have you heard the podcast, Jerry? We gave that guy an incomplete A. <laughs> All right, uh, uh who's the next guy? Uh, I would let's go Isaiah Hartenstein. Isaiah Hartenstein, I give him a B plus for exceeding expectations. I give it a uh, B. I'm not saying 
he exceeded expectations, but I feel like the last month has not been his best basketball. No, I get that, but I feel like he didn't really exceed my expectations. I felt like he was going to be what he is today. I I just wasn't expecting that that many fouls. I guess right. Uh, That's the because one fault one thing I I have to fall him on. I feel like all these grades have context, right? If we're gonna put everyone on the same grading scale, he's probably a C. But in context of who he is and the role he's picked up and stuff like that, he's a B. Um, I agree. Uh, let's uh, let's just knock these out. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, not applicable, but probably would have been an A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul George, an incomplete A as well. <laughs> uh, what about Brandon Boston Jr.? Ah, oh, that one's tough. Um, potentially a B plus, but right now a B. <laughs> like, I try I mean, not to be too hard on him. Like it, it's I a con- think- it's a context thing, right? Based on being a late oh, second round draft pick, yes. Uh, basically, should be playing in the G League and would be playing in the G League probably full time if Kawhi and Paul George were here. And yeah, he's had his off moments and stuff like that. But he also had the Boston game, and and there's been times where he's played really well. Like I give him a B based on context. Like yeah, if you're gonna compare him to the rest of the roster, yeah, it's probably a low C. But in terms of context for himself and what our expectations were, it's a B. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, all right, let's see who's the next one. <sighs> Rodney Hood. We already did Ronnie Hood, man. <laughs> oh, did we? I thought we did. Uh... Oh, maybe we didn't. Ronnie yeah, Hood. Ronnie Hood. Is... How can you forget Rodney Hood? Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. You're embarrassing us right now. If Can you give two pluses to the A? Would it be <laughs> okay. An A plus plus? He gets an S tier. He's in a whole different green. This, this guy's an honor. He's an honor roll right now. He, he, he gets an A, but it's a higher 4.0. Um, he, gets, he, he has a solid 4.5. Uh, he's an incomplete. Uh, I'm not even gonna give him a grade. It's not applicable. <laughs> I, th- I think I mentioned that. I think I said that Semi Ojale and Ronnie Hood are not applicable. But oh, okay. I-, I think I-, I think I just that's where he snuck it in. I snuck it in. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Um, all right. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Uh, a minus. I agree. He uh... he he's stepped on the fourth quarter. He's been great. He's taken on the role very well. But he's also. When the roller coaster is falling off the rails, it's falling off the rails. Yeah, but it's a great roller coaster, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I could ever hate. I, I'm gonna tell you. So we've we've been heartbroken about Lou Will and Pat with Pat Bev, but I think I'd feel ten times more heartbroken if we ever treated Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I don't. That's tough. I don't want to. I don't want to talk talk about that. I don't want that to be. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Like, don't. <laughs> we think about it, right? Yeah. Uh, shut up, Brian. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, Terrence Mann. This one's gonna be rough. All right. I, so if we were, if we were to do, if we were to do these grades two weeks ago or before the Eric Bledsoe trade, I would have been like, oh, we're we're flirting with a C. We're flirting with a good C. Uh, since since the Eric Bledsoe trade. He's been playing like a a minus basketball. Yes, so, I absolutely. Agree so with I'm you. gonna pop, I'm gonna put him like at a B minus. But but I feel like we're giving him a C because we had a lot of expectations on him to be. Well, know, I agree. Yeah, I think in reality, if we really we really would have toned down the expectations, maybe we'd probably be like, oh, he's he's living up to it. A B. Um, if he didn't have that Utah Jazz game. I think like everyone's expectations of him would be totally different. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. The last couple of games, he's been phenomenal, attacking the rim, being aggressive. I mean, he's been a great facilitator as well. I'm loving everything that Terrence Brown's doing, and I and I just hope he continues to play like that. Like, like I said, I I said in the space, I'm okay with turnovers. Like, just don't like be up in the air and thinking about it for five seconds. You know, <laughs> like you gotta be quick with it. No, I so. agree. I agree with that. Um uh Nick Batum. Uh Nick Batum. Uh A. Yeah, he's been uh, yeah. if it wasn't for health, I think it's an A. Yeah, I agree. Um 
if obviously I know who we have left, but I was wondering if there was anyone in between. Zoo. This one... Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. Zoo. Uh, Clipper Space will probably give him an F, but uh, Clipper Space <laughs> doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Clipper's Twitter, man. Like, be it. It's trade deadline passed. Thank God we kept Zoo. Because <laughs> if they, if 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 Jerry West put out a tweet like "Yo, Clipper Nation" on Clippers Twitter, you guys get to decide who we move. You guys, I think it would be what like <laughs> they're like Rodney Hood or Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone's gonna say, say Zoo. Let's go Zoo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I'm I think he's been playing exceptional. He the the defense he played on Luca the other night. The defense he played on oh. CP3. That was amazing. It it was like I was watching art. Like, you know how like rich people feel <laughs> when they watch the opera? <laughs> like that's that's <laughs> that, that's how I feel, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> like, like I'm giving like a proper clap. Like, yes, that's good job, dude. I was like, oh yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, based on the on, hey, based hey, on yeah. just those performances alone, and especially playing against new uh what what do you score? Like 30 points against, against uh Jocic? Yep. Love it, dude. Love it. Hey, uh, uh, Clipper Space, we love you, but uh, your expectations are not reasonable at all. Uh, um, so do we only have Luke left? Uh, yeah, uh, that's the guy I wanted to save last. And I think it's a, basically a an plus. S tier. It's an uh, S tier. We uh, we put him in a different bracket. We put him in a whole different grading scale now. S tier because I don't even know what an S tier is. Oh, you never play like video games where like you have like like when you like finish a combo really well, like you'll get like F, D, C, B, A, and then S. You get an S tier. That's like the top. Apparently, I didn't enjoy my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, you were a loser and didn't play video games. Then yeah, S tier for Luke. Uh, I'm gonna trust that that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've been Luke stands from the get go uh, since this podcast started. So I, uh, I will give you credit because when we made the trade, you were the one talking me into becoming a stand. You're like, this guy is phenomenal in Detroit. He has huge upside, and we're getting him for a great contract. Uh, we're getting him for. Oh no, we resigned them. We signed them to we, we signed them to that contract. Yeah. And you told me that was a good move. And you talked me into it, man. So if you ever join a cult, I'll easily join that cult. Just so you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, I'll give you a very uh high uh rank in my cult. It would it would you'd be like one of the, the people that be like, you know what? Brian's the guy, but you got you have to listen to Jesse too, because Brian respects Jesse. Well, thank you, brother Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, to finish this podcast, we—I don't even know if it's a debate because we might actually agree on this, but we thought it would be a debate that Clipper Nation or Clippers Twitter or whatever would have. If you could retire one of these jerseys, who would it be? For and this is the first player ever because, like, who knows? Maybe both of them will be retired. First player ever to be retired in a Clippers jersey. Would it be Pat Bev or would it be Lou Williams jersey? All right. That's tough. But I've been a Pat Bev fan since he was on the Rockets. I love what he did against Russell Westbrook in the playoffs, and I just started following his career uh, since then. And when we got out, I was excited to see what he would do with this league, with, with uh, Doc Rivers, under Doc Rivers and the uh, he brings – he's a vocal leader, plays great defense, uh, is a 3 and D guy. But just the fact that he was super vocal was, was something I really enjoyed about. He was the he was the mental fortitude for the team, in my opinion. That's why I kind of want to go towards – that's why I kind of lean towards Pat Bev being um, – you know, having his jersey retired first. Lou Will has not come out since joining the Hawks to go to a Clippers game and root for Zubak, so <laughs> it's got to be Pep Bev, right? Yeah, and that's not a knock on Lou because I, I know he said in the in many like an interview saying that he's he's willing to come back on the to the Clippers to retire. I think both would, or you know, like how some player I don't know if they do this in the NBA. I think they do, 
where you could sign like a one day contract to come back so you could retire with that team. I think Pat Bev yeah. and Lou Will would probably do that. I wouldn't mind having one of them or both of them, most likely one of them, just be like the 15th guy on our roster while we try to make a championship run at some point. Um, Pat Bev signed a contract extension with the Timberwolves, so I don't think Congrats, that's going to happen yeah. at least for another year or so, another no, year or two. I agree. But one thing that's really great about those two guys is that they all have a great story behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Bev um, playing in a European league and then basically betting on himself and came back, you know, with the uh, with the Timberwolves and then Lou Will, you know, suffering a great injury and then coming back and like reinventing his game and mm-hmm. you know becoming the what what was <clears throat> I'm like blanking out. I feel like a poser right now, but the underground goat, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like always fun to watch when he's on the offensive side of the ball. Like that that is poetry in motion as well. Right next to his uh, defense against Luca, you know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let me throw something out out there to you though because Lou Will wore number 23 and mm-hmm. we know Robert Covington's the true number 23 uh Lou Will gets his number his jersey retired but there's like a, we notice there's a little bit of like tape on his jersey we pull the tape off it says Covington would you be mad not at all <laughs> that's the that's the true goat man I'm not gonna lie yeah. uh like they're saying, hey, we're gonna retire number twenty three, and then like Lou Will shows up. I was like, we didn't invite you. I don't. He's he's like Kanye. He's on top of the stadium, just like walking around like <laughs> on top of the Atlanta Hawks team. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think those two those two deserve to be uh, have their numbers retired. I would probably put Blake Griffin up there because of what he's done. Uh, I have some takes on Blake Griffin though, um, but. I don't yeah. know if we'll ever see CP3. Um, mm, maybe yeah. down the line, you know. So you went on. You're you're a wrestling guy. I know that, and you're in the MMA, which is also a scripted sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, the Ultimate Warrior had like beef with Vince McMahon for all these years, and they thought he would never go into the Hall of Fame, and then they eventually put him in the Hall of Fame. And I think that might be the same thing with CP3. Like enough years will have, will have happened in between, you know, the rift between CP3 and the Clippers. CP3 will be retired well beyond so many years, and then eventually we'll make sure we'll retire your number. Yeah, I think it's kind of like similar to Kobe, right? Like, we didn't really care much for Kobe because he was on Lakers. We didn't really like Kobe because he was on Lakers, but when he retired, I think we all appreciated the greatness that came with Kobe. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of what you'll, what's probably going to happen with CP3. Um, but as of right now, I hate him. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever like Luca, no matter what he does after <laughs> basketball. <laughs> uh, my my take with Blake was that although it seems like he improved, like he tried to work on his game, which you could say that like you no know, Russell Westbrook hasn't done that. Yeah, Blake Griffin did try to work on his game by developing a mid range shot, eventually a three point shot, kind of. Mm-hmm. I I feel like he he invented he eventually adapted his games probably to conserve you know like his injury record but he he always got injured anyways mm-hmm. but I felt like once he stopped going to the basket as much and he started just settling for the shots it's just it was just a frustrating thing to watch like I felt like I don't like to use this word but it just felt like Blake Griffin got softer toward the, the end of his Clippers run. I don't like to use that word because I don't mean it as like he played, um, he didn't play hard enough or something. Like that. I I just mm. I'm just, I, I mean it in terms of like he was just like he he tried to not make as much contact toward yeah. the end because probably because of his injury history, you know. And I and I, I by the end of that run, I was hoping that CP3 was going to resign, Blake Griffin was going to resign, we would have gotten like two more years of first round exits, you know. Put that <laughs> in my veins. <laughs> Um, now I, I, I can see the argument for Blake Griffin. I mean, he is a drafted talent, talent that we, he was a talent that we drafted and made us relevant along with CP3. Right. Um, but one thing that I just kind of got irritated with Blake Griffin towards the tenure was just like his lack of competitive, uh, the lack of competitiveness. I felt like there, there was with him, um, you know, I, where we get slaughtered by OKC and then next, you know, the night of he's going to party with them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I it's I don't know. Maybe it's just me overreacting to that, but I just really felt like he was never really, you know, he didn't really want it because I kind of felt like CP3 wanted it because you know he's getting up there in the age and he was trying to push for it. He's never been to the you know finals. Whereas in, I felt like Blake Griffin kind of had the mentality like I'm still young. I can. I can do the no, same time. Did he age fast? <laughs> yeah, he did. Now um, yeah, I see that. But I, I also, like, this is not the counter your point. This is probably to elaborate on your point. Mm. Is um, I bet you CP3 made it really tough for Blake Griffin to give a crap toward the end, yeah. too. He's like, you know what? If you're just going to get my ass about everything, then I don't want this. You know, like, I don't, I don't. And then, like, he's like, thank goodness you're gone. And then the Clippers trade him. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yep. Um, I did not trust Jerry West at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we were, in, we were in college, you know, two good friends in college, from college. Um, and you were literally on the edge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it was a good move. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but, you know, we got to stay relevant. I'm just like, uh, I think we need a clear house because – you can't have like a star that's not that's injury prone it's just in, it's impossible you can't build around a star like that um yeah. um knock on wood <laughs> <laughs> look at us uh, look at us a few years later you know just like Hawaii, no. with a cigarette in our hands <laughs> uh no what i'd say um i'm speaking to existence hopefully not um uh, you got any more thoughts in this podcast um well you can find our podcast <laughs> wherever you find our podcast and you can find us on twitter at la clips forum and thank you Trent, for the outro we're out thank you for joining brian andrew and jesse sandoval for this episode of la clips forum for all the over and backs loose balls clear paths and tip ins Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh, yeah.